0: Welcome to the Tea and Buddy podcast. I'm Dominic
1: and I'm Erica.
0: Today's episode is about Sean Connery who sadly left us at 90 years old on Saturday.
1: Yeah yeah we were going to we had something else planned for today but Dominic is a huge Sean Connery fan. Sean so. Connery yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't really see a way around doing this episode. Yeah we I
0: mean we had to do it I mean I had to to, to do it I mean I had to talk about him so yeah yeah
1: um, so here we go so here we go we're talking
0: all about sean connery i mean some people
1: i'm sure you guys are into sean connery as well i mean he was in so many things he was
0: in so many films yeah even
1: if you weren't like a james bond person then you were bound to have seen him in something else i mean
0: he was someone said it. he was the uk's greatest film star he was britain's greatest film star and i believe that yeah i think that i mean I can't think of anyone else who, I mean, Charlie Chaplin maybe, but oh, really he was yeah. he was on, he was kind of American by the end of it all, you know.
1: <laughs> what, was he? I mean, everybody is thinks like, he's American.
0: Like... Sean Connery, I mean, he, he couldn't get away from the fact that the man was Scottish. <laughs> he had Scotland Forever tattooed on his, Did on his really? yeah. Did he really? Oh, I didn't
1: know that. On his
0: arms, yeah, he had it done in the Navy. Anyway, he was born in 1930. Yeah. Um, and he was born in Fountainbridge in Edinburgh, in Scotland, which has been largely, you know, redeveloped today. Yeah. I think he came back in 2010 to like unveil a plaque or something, a you plaque. know. You know Saying this is I where I was born. I was gonna born. say like
1: they renamed the place Sean Connery. Well, Land they they they, 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 <laughs> may, they
0: may do after this now. They may do, you know, and I wouldn't blame them. I mean, the greatest living Scot he was known as, you know. Yeah. Um. And his name was Thomas Sean Connery.
1: Oh. Yeah, his his, well, his, his first name either. was, and
0: he was called Tommy in his youth, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because he was quite a small child, and then he, you know, by the time he was, like, 18, he'd grow into his full height of 6'2", so he was known as Big Tam. <laughs> Big, Tam. <laughs> Aye, Big Tam. Aye, Big Tam. Yeah. no Big Tam. He yeah. <laughs> lives up in uh, Edinburgh. Aye, Big Tam. <laughs> so, you know, but he had a how he got his name. He said, Oh no, I was using the name Sean Connery before I was acting. Because you know, you, you know, when actors start to act they have to change their name because there's another Sean Connery in
1: Yeah. Out yeah. there,
0: you know, eking out his living on the register, you know? Yeah. And he says, No, I, I was I had a friend, an Irish friend called Seamus. Oh yeah. Who when we get around his his friends, they call me Sean because you know, it's 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 an Irish name. It's it's Irish for John, I think. Actually, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, which is why probably why John Lennon named um, Sean, Lennon oh, Sean, Sean. You know, because <laughs> it's Irish for 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 John. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, he had that, and he was you know, and he was but he was known Big Tam, you know, uh, you know, because he was he was muscly and everything, and you know, there's that. The Famous story is like, oh, he grew up in poverty and, um, you know, one room house with a shared toilet and, uh, you know, and bathroom and whatever, you know, in a tenement in Edinburgh. And he was a milkman. That's how he earned.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he was a milkman. God, I'm going to have
1: to get a biography about Sean Connery. I, didn't, yeah, I, 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 I don't mean, really know, like, that much about his life.
0: He was, I mean, he had a younger brother called Neil who yeah. was an actor, but. <laughs> really he wasn't you know oh, yeah. was
1: just... is he still alive
0: he's still alive as far as i know nothing really is he's he's kept very under the radar since his spaghetti spy italian spy film okay connery came out in the 60s okay
1: connery it
0: was to capitalize on the success of the bond franchise oh, and God. you know it's like it's o- operation kid brother and it starred many of the people who were in the james bond films you know like uh, oh, bernard what? lee Louis <laughs> no, it was made by an Italian company, this. so they were they were like they 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 were mad for James Bond back then. Yeah, so they were yeah. like, we have got to make this," and of course, you know, it's okay because we've got James Bond's younger brother. <laughs> oh god! And you yeah. know, it was it was pretty terrible. I mean, I've seen like clips of it and stuff, and it was just like a spoof, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, his first job was like a milkman, and he was delivering, um, milk around Edinburgh, and apparently one of his. Uh, deliveries was to fetus of fates i think it's called it's a it's like the scottish version of Eton. oh and apparently that's where james bond in the stories went spent a, you know after after there was an incident in Eton, he went to school in scotland he went to this so it was like that there's that connection again um and when he came back in 2009 he said i was in the taxi going around edinburgh you know and he's and the taxi was what, you know when i took a taxi during a recent edinburgh film festival the driver was amazed that i could put a name to every street we passed <laughs> how come he asked as a boy i used to deliver milk round here i said so what do you do now that was rather harder to answer uh... It's like, how do you know that a taxi driver doesn't know he's got Sean Connery in the back of his car? You know. <laughs>
1: well, I guess you how would, do you know?
0: Oh, you did you grow up around here? He <laughs> would
1: be thrown for a loop, though. Plus, he's I like mean, a I, little old man already in two thousand and nine. You, know, you,
0: know. you know. He still looked like Sean Connery in two thousand and nine. I mean, you
1: wouldn't expect I Sean mean, yeah, Connery he had to be little, taken. You, his you little know, golfing cap and everything, and
0: you know, he, you know, yeah, he looked like. But he, I mean, taking a taxi was, you know, it's just kind of like. You just know it's him. I don't know. It's like you don't have to be James Bond fans or even a film fan to know, oh, that's Sean Connery.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: the greatest living Scot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um in in when he was around sixteen he joined the navy. And that's where he got his tattoos. Oh yeah. Mum and dad in Scotland Forever. <laughs> Scotland forever. Um, but he was discharged. At nineteen, on medical grounds, because of an intestinal ulcer or something, he had. So I think it was kind of like national service he did, yeah, or something. Um, but then you, you know, around that same time, he became interested in bodybuilding. Oh yeah, yeah. And around and his website says he was he placed third in the Mister Universe contest from nineteen fifty, but there's other people who say no, it was nineteen fifty three. Okay. And he was, you know, because he, he was doing, because there's a lot of those old. You know, like before they were famous photos of him going yeah. around, you know, where he's doing the poses and all that, you know, <laughs> and he kind of got disinterested in it around that time because he was, um, he was kind of, he was kind of into everything. He was playing football as well. And apparently Matt Busby, who was then manager of Manchester United, yeah, saw him and it was while touring for, when he was, when he was becoming an actor uh he was doing a tour of south pacific pacific oh yeah he was in one of those like tours around the country or whatever he was like it was a small role it was on you know the stage and everything you know
1: yeah
0: um matt busby saw him when he was playing a local playing against a local team or something apparently he happened to be there scouting and he offered connery a contract and he turned it down you know, it was like twenty five. It, it was.
1: It's hilarious though, because I mean, so much of these people from that, back then, that it era, was just kind of like it they was were. All... They were totally just spotted and scouted because they were attractive, mm. right? It's like, oh, oh, I can't act. What? Do, what do you mean? You know? Yeah. Say, <laughs> like, oh, don't worry about that. We'll. Yeah, we'll the, teach I, I think you, the South you know? Pacific
0: thing. He was at a. He was there was a bodybuilding competition going on at this theater in Edinburgh, and they said, oh, they're looking for. Um, you know people to play a small role in this production you should go along and do it you know you, you'd be perfect for it oh, okay I'll, okay i'll do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i imagine he just did it you know because i mean he was trying to make ends meet at the end of the day yeah um and you know, connery said Realized that a top-class footballer could be over the hill by the age of thirty,
1: <laughs> and I was
0: already twenty-three. I decided to become an actor, and it turned out to be one of my more intelligence moves.
1: Oh my god, the freaking the voice! I just can't. <laughs> You've got to do the
0: Sean Connery voice.
1: Don't you think that that's probably why he wasn't cast in like in in a wider array of well, roles because, it was because his accent
0: was... was just so thick? Well, yeah, I mean funnily enough you know like he was a film star yeah. and film stars it's kind of like michael douglas it's kind of like oh, i'm trying to think of other arnold schwarzenegger you know yeah they, they're film stars you know yeah. they're known for playing a fictionalized uh, themselves in a character you know yeah. not as a not an actual character you right know? they're not like because a lot of people um have this friend on Facebook well, have character who's character actors. Yeah, character actors yeah. like um you see them everywhere and they're playing a different character. Well, we were character. just
1: talking the other night, weren't we, uh Bill Pullman.
0: Bill we Pullman like, and oh, Bill we're... Paxton, they're yeah. character actors.
1: We were just like, oh, they're in absolutely in everything, everything, but they're, but they're not, not like... lead,
0: they're not they're not the star. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or it's... even if
1: they are, they're not like starring in that didn't make them like the sort of A-list it's like then, yeah. actor that like Tom Cruise or Hugh Grant Tom Cruise or, you or know. Hugh
0: Grant yeah he's he's kind of like having a bit of a renaissance I mean he's had he you know he, he's known as being Hugh Grant in every film he's ever been in you yeah. know what I mean yeah Michael Douglas same thing you know um Sean Connery same thing yeah they just have these like distinctive like their cast and they get like that, that, that project gets green lit then, you know, it's like, oh yeah, he'll be a box office success. And it's like, I have a friend on Facebook who um, works in the film industry and he said, yeah, projects, you know, I can't think of anyone else in the UK that them saying yes to a film would instantly get the project green lit. It doesn't matter, you know, it's okay. You know, because sometimes you have to kind of like, oh, well, Hugh Grant wants to star in it. It's like, oh, well, who else can we get? You know, and <laughs> yeah. the studio be like, okay, can we, put, can we put some other big name in there? Or, yeah. you know, but with Sean Connery, it was like, oh, you got Sean Connery? Okay, you know, he, let's was go. was he
1: ever, and I, I'm sure we're skipping ahead from, you know, what the notes that you have. Yeah. Um. But I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway.
0: <laughs> because
1: you can. Was he ever... Honored for his acting, really? Though was he ever? He was never like
0: his only. His his only. I think his only Oscar came from The Untouchables.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. I, I think he, actually... won, he won
0: a Bafta. I think, or was nominated for a Bafta for um in the name of the rose. I think that was a film he did in the in the in the mid eighties. You know. It, something about in the name of the rose i think it was called that yeah i mean he after james bond his career kind of just went a little bit you know downhill yeah he wasn't getting plum roles because he was typecast as james bond yeah which he hated yeah his mate michael kane who who he'd known since like 1954 I think because um he met him at some party or something so they they, but later on they became friends yeah he said Michael Caine says in the early days
1: (laughs) oh my god we're we're gonna do this now
0: (laughs) not a lot of people know this but in the early days Sean you wouldn't talk about Bond with him because (laughs) he didn't want to know about it you know because it was like he wanted to be known as an actor really yeah and it's like he you know you'd be walking down the street with him and people go oh, there's james bond and he got upset by it you know because yeah. he was just kind of like i'm acting you know because when when uh you know he started his first film role was as spike this like gangster with a speech impediment in uh, no road back in 1957 oh yeah and then he did uh, a couple of other th- films, I think, um, oh, what was it, Hell, Hell Drivers, uh, cyan field in 1957. Then his first major role was opposite Lana Turner in Another Time and Another Place.
1: Oh, yeah. Another Time
0: Another Place, it was called. And he played some British reporter she had an affair with, mm. you know, and that was pretty big. Then he got cast in Darby O'Jill and the Little People, oh, Walt yeah. Disney's, which... Which kind of turned out to be his big break, (laughs) yeah. Even though it it didn't really do that great at the box office and stuff. We
1: watched that. We watched it the other not that long long ago.
0: ago. And I mean, it's not too bad, but you know, you can see it's like one of those things that they stick that thing on Disney Plus. You know that like oh this (laughs) cultural and uh, you know depictions are out of date and (laughs) all that kind of stuff. Uh, He played like the opposite Janet Monroe in that you know he it was Michael a bizarre
1: McCoy. kind of it was
0: it was basically the a big stereotype of irish folklore
1: yeah
0: leprechauns and and he was, and it was trying all
1: f- to do an irish accent, he kind of tried he? he was
0: he was he was trying <laughs> but his 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 you know when you know him as sean connery it's yeah. like yeah yeah um and apparently a lot of the, the, the film was praised but you know save for connery who was just tall dark and handsome yeah you know by critics you know he, <laughs> or he didn't do much um but that's where dana broccoli who was wife of albert cubby broccoli saw him and when they were looking for a guy to play yeah this british secret agent
1: ian fleming's character ian yeah. fleming's
0: character they, they said um because i think ian fleming had said oh, i want Kerry grant or i want david niven or and even roger moore at that time was floated because oh, yeah. he was kind of coming up you know mm-hmm. he was he was a he was kind of a film star and but he was doing the saint so he couldn't yeah he'd he started on the saint so he couldn't commit to it yeah and and kerry grant was like nah you know i don't want to do it you know yeah i don't want to be committed to a film series you know yeah yeah because they were planning to make this a he film thought series. he was
1: too old too didn't he
0: Kerry C- Grant said, Yeah, I'm a bit too old for this now. Yeah. You, know, you need someone a bit younger. Yeah. David Niven, yeah, again, he was a bit too old for it too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so apparently it was Dana Broccoli going to Albert, you know, this is the guy we need. Mm. This is the guy. And they were a bit like, oh, he's he's kind of unknown and do da da you know, and, and Ian Fleming was like, Oh, he's an overgrown stunt man. I don't want I'm looking for <laughs> Commander Bond. I don't want this Scotsman who who's, you know but, you know, Connery f- fought for it, mm. you know, and he said, I'm going to do, you know, and he he didn't really want to be he fought part of for f- it. And
1: then he resented it later.
0: <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I mean, he, he didn't resent the success of it, but yeah. he resented the money he didn't get for it. Yeah. You know, that's what ultimately ended his association with the series was because he felt he wasn't being paid a, a big enough salary when Dean Martin was making films spoofed off that off his yeah. success. And making a hell of a load of money for it, you know. Mm. So by and by, 1966, by you only lived twice. He was done with it. He was like, "Oh, Bond manias, finish me off." You know, I'm, 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 I'm pulling out. I'm not doing any more. Yeah. And find someone else, and they they did. They found, <laughs> they found an Australian model <laughs> for one movie, and then they, they, you know he, he briefly returned to it because they they pretty much had to pay him a million dollars to get him back, which mm. was like a a big fee back then it was just one
1: more film wasn't it
0: yeah uh, for for eon for for the broccolis and yeah yeah it was it was one more film and that was it he was done then and then he did like he did he did a lot of good roles i mean you know for a film star you expect everything i mean he didn't really have box office hits until and i mean especially around the late 70s and early 80s he was not having box office hits he was starring in stuff like um uh, the first great train robbery, uh, which I've seen on TV, and and uh, the man who would be king, you know, we watched that. Yeah. First great train robbery I've seen on TV is pretty good, you know, mm. but um, you know, and and he was in Outland or Outlander, this science fiction kind of thing. That was because you know they were making a lot of like that stuff because of Star Wars in yeah, the seventies, yeah. early eighties, and they weren't really making him any money, and. So when the legal loophole allowed Kevin McClory to make Never Say Never Again, <laughs> he yeah. he managed to convince
1: yeah Sean
0: to come back because mm-hmm. it was like oh, this is this is going to be a good payday yeah because you know? people want you've got to come back to James Bond. If
1: you guys have never seen Never Say Never Again,
0: um... it's a remake of an earlier James Bond film. That he started, and he
1: he uses the name James Bond, yeah, he uses he? the yeah. name James
0: Bond. it's, but it's it's, it's not like, o- it's, it's not an
1: official James e- Bond. it's not an official
0: Eon James Bond, you know, there's no which is production. so weird.
1: I don't think anything like that has ever been done anywhere ever <laughs> in the rest of history. I mean, can you imagine?
0: I like, mean, can them you... making
1: another Harry Potter film and getting Daniel Radcliffe, and he plays
0: Harry Potter, <laughs> but it's, but it's not nothing part to do of with the... Warner Brothers yeah. or or, or J.K. K. Rowling yeah. or anything. It's just like, yeah, can you imagine them getting to do? Yeah, that that would be actually quite hilarious, but you it's, know.
1: It's never ever been Harry
0: Potter, you know, a seasoned. Wizard, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's like, never
1: been done, has it?
0: It's it's never really been done. I mean, they it's did. a It's kind spoof. of like
1: really, really crazy when you think about it.
0: They did a spoof of James Bond in 1967 with David Niven and Peter Sellers, and and Ursula Andress, who was in the first, who was in the, Sean Connery's first Bond film, Doctor No, and a, a few other people. And it was a spoof. It was a spoof of Casino Royale, but it mm. was terrible because it was all disjointed. It was like this crazy, it was like an acid trip. <laughs> and then, you know, David Niven was James Bond. Peter yeah. Sellers was James Bond. And it was like several directors and everything attached to it. Yeah. But yeah, that, so, but Never Say Never Again was just a straight remake of Thunderball. It had Kim Basinger in it. Mm-hmm. um, One of the very early roles. Yeah. And he was like, Connery, I think he was in his 50, He was about 53 then um so he was coming back as this older, and they put him in freaking so much makeup and put a tube he didn't want to wear the toupee yeah he didn't want to wear the makeup he wanted to like be a, a kind of an older rugged bond but they were like nah you gotta put the toupee on you gotta be yeah. like it was back then you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and that went head to head with octopussy at the box office which was starring roger Moore as the the official bond you know and of course that was it for him with James Bond. That was his final role. it was it wasn't bad. It was just a straight remake of Thunderbolt, mm-hmm. really, you know, just kind of updated a bit, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, you could watch that one first and then and then never say never again, again
0: and, and and yeah, it yeah. Would, yeah it would be, <laughs> you know, just twenty years between, you know but yeah, then he had like the Highlander and. Uh, which was kind of like it's a cult classic that now, but then the Untouchables came along, and that's kind of what restarted. His... The
1: Untouchables, I think, is the first thing I ever saw him in because I didn't really get into James Bond until I met you. Well, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, actually, I I had seen it on obviously. Um, my grandpa watched it, but I never sat and watched it. Um, but the Untouchables, that was like right in my lane. You know, mm. <laughs> that was that was the kind of thing that I really like. And
0: De Niro played. Capone in it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to get Bob Hoskins for it, I think, because and the people were like, Bob Hoskins would have been perfect as Al Capone. <laughs> he looks exactly like him. That's funny. And you know, he did the, you know, you thought Bob Hoskins was American anyway, yeah. so he was like doing that kind of thing. But they got De Niro. I mean, De Niro does a great job anyway. I mean, De Niro is born to play those roles. Uh, Kevin Costner in it, mm-hmm. and he was the, he was an Irish beat cop. Yeah, Sean Connery, Malone. Yeah. And he gets killed in it, doesn't he? Yeah, spoiler he does. alert. I mean, people have. <laughs>
1: yeah, he does. It. But you know, the funny thing is, is I was quite young when I when I saw it uh, for the first time, and I just thought, wow, he's he's like he's an old man, but I thought he's really gorgeous. He's a really attractive old man, and i it probably helped that like my mom and grandma and whoever else were there were like, yeah, Sean Connery, <laughs> Sean Connery, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I remember. Um, you know, um, if I don't know if you guys know, but Dominic knows I have a thing for little old men. So it's just like he was well, like
0: Connery was never a little he, old man. I no, mean, he was he, wasn't. he was he was always quite tall. I mean, you know, you shrink as you get older. I think he retained his height.
1: But you know, he had the he had the white hair already, the white um, like the white beard, beard and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so. He, and I'm a kid, so I'm like, oh, he's a little old man to me, you know. And I was just like, I was just like completely in love and completely devastated when he got killed. It was just like, oh, yeah. No. But he was great in that role.
0: Yeah, and it got him an Oscar for Supporting Actor. That's so yeah. good, yeah. Uh, then a couple of years later, I mean, he, he started doing those kind of films and it was kind of like that was his way back into box office success. Mm. Um. Um He did um Presidio
1: Oh no you know what Sorry to interrupt <laughs> you I just remembered the actual first thing I ever saw him in It was not The Untouchables It was him playing It was just a freaking Just a clip what? Just a little tiny yeah, second I know what you're going to say too Because I, I absolutely it's... loved Robin Hood with Kevin Costner um, And I watched that Over and over and over and over As a kid and he's King Richard at the very end of that. Yeah. Literally. It
0: was a cameo. It was out of nowhere. Yeah, literally. He wasn't even credited for it. So and I don't know which one was didn't...
1: filmed first, but I definitely saw Robin Hood before I saw The Untouchables. Robin Hood was
0: filmed after it.
1: It was filmed after yeah. Okay, so that's how they got him He in. was and great. Kevin at... was like, come on, come be King Richard.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Connery was great at playing kings. I think he played a king, the king in Time Bandits. Which was in nineteen eighty one. He should have. Oh, that. That's he even... and he played King oh, was it King Arthur? I think in First Night with Richard Gere, which was a flop in the <laughs> mid nineties. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, he I mean he was great at playing those kind of roles, you know, as he got older it was like, yeah, he I mean he I it, the part if he hadn't retired um in two thousand and three after League of Extraordinary Gentlemen I think he could have gone he could have been in Game of Thrones he could have been in one of these He would
1: have been great games. in Game of Thrones I, f- I thought for a second you were going to say Harry Potter like Oh Harry out.
0: Harry Potter no, too No, he couldn't have been Dumbledore he uh, was too like He could have been a like w- he could have he been was a was too like he, he, big and burly He to was actually be apparently approached to be um Gandalf in Lord of the Rings Really Yeah
1: I just don't know
0: And but he turned it down because he didn't understand the script I <laughs>
1: No, he didn't does. live in
0: anyone's fantasy <laughs> world or sci-fi world. Well, I mean, he did. He did do some sci-fi films in the yeah, early '80s. He was the 80s.
1: voice of um, Dragonheart, wasn't he? That that film, Dragonheart. Oh, was he? Yeah. I mean,
0: Highlander was kind of a fantasy film too, um, but it was kind of the thing. But yeah, he didn't. He he didn't understand the role. So, but it it was possibly not one of his more shrewder moves because he could have earned us so much money from Lord of the Rings. i <laughs> yeah. mean he could have you know he could have been like alec guinness with star wars he could have no- get negotiated a, the box office mm. and you know yeah percentages and all that which i think they offered him i think peter jackson was like yeah <laughs> if you if you're gandalf in this then yeah, yeah. but he wanted to retire because Oh there's the the idiots and, and League of Extraordinary <laughs> Oh the idiots the, all the idiots. The idiots making films in Hollywood today you know yeah so and I mean League of Extraordinary Gentlemen he, he fell out with the director on that it's not a bad film but yeah it's it's you know he you know I wish he I mean he he did he did the voice of um Sir Billy the Vet in 2012 mm. for like an animated Scottish film which I don't think really did much yeah, you know, but that was kind of the only thing he did after retire after his official retirement yeah, from films. Yeah, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, i was... i saw it, and I mean, it's it's not too bad, but it's it's not great yeah. either. You know, Shane West was in it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember who else now actually, but yeah, before you know, he was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, but he was all, you know. He also did. Around that, that you know, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Oh yes, he yes, was yes. Uh, in The Hunt for Red October, uh, The Rock, <laughs> <laughs> which yes. is which was basically him playing Bond again. Oh,
1: he was uh, in Finding Forrester, which was one of Finding
0: my... Forrester, which was one of our first uh, one I, of I, our first dates because I kept <laughs> quoting the film, you know, punch the keys for God's sake, and I was just like, what in God's and name I kept Ray saying Hunter, that, like... you know, like. You know, it's like you're the man now, dog. And so, <laughs> and so,
1: And so, Dominic, living in Britain, has this idea. Actually, I think we'd already had we'd already had one Skype date where we watched yeah. a movie together. But
0: it was Home Alone. He's like, for anyone go, wondering.
1: Go, get, go to Blockbuster. This this tells you guys how old we are. Go to Blockbuster, or how long we've been together, anyway go to Blockbuster and rent Finding Forrester and we're going to watch this together. And I was just like, oh, what?
0: Finding, Finding Forrester? Forrester. What, is, what is this about? I don't so like
1: I went Will to I Blockbuster. It. The guy at Blockbuster was literally like, why are you renting this old movie? <laughs> did he? What did you, 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 I can't remember what he, he said, said now. He
0: says, point. oh, this is a bit of an old movie. Yeah. Because was... it's from 2000. I think it was one of his last films. He was
1: just definitely like, "What, you know, why are you renting this?" And it and it's not like it was a really popular film. I think that was more, that was more. It was just so random to him, you know. It, it was.
0: I don't think it was a box office success, like you know, The, the Rock and Entrapment, yeah. Entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones. I think mm. that was his final, like, huge. I mean, but maybe I don't know. If, I don't even know if that was a box office success actually maybe maybe the rock was i know that he starred in the avengers with ralph or ray fines in <laughs> 1998 but that was kind of a terrible film <laughs> uh, according to everyone who's a fan of the avengers is like yeah that's a ter- that's a terrible film
1: yeah i mean it's funny because you know we're talking about his career R- really he didn't have a whole lot of really su- successful films, did he? But he was in
0: a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was in uh, family business with uh, Dustin Hoffman and Matthew Broderick, you you know, that's kind of like it's like a crime thrillers. I, I mean, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, he was in a lot of films that were just, you know, like it was just kind of like the, the projects got greenlit but they didn't necessarily get box office success yeah
1: i wonder why because you never really heard anybody like saying oh well he's not that great of an actor or anything like that so i mean
0: there's it's just because i think it was just purely because of the james bond thing just and and maybe just the types
1: of films you know the types of films yeah they were just like middle of the road type of films like he just never got any like really big roles well you said he was up for lord of the rings and that was yeah. kind of <laughs> he <laughs> but turned you can't it bl- down you, you can't blame somebody like how are they going to play a part if they're not understanding really what yeah, going yeah i mean on, you read you the know? script
0: and he just didn't understand it it was just too crazy you know <laughs> um but with yeah with connery i mean his his box office successes came with like action roles where he was beating the crap out of someone <laughs> And I mean, that that's his that that's his hard man prowess right there, <laughs> because I mean, when in Edinburgh, he was he was um, targeted by uh, the Valdor gang.
1: OK, which and is... th-
0: they were kind of like this violent gang on the city streets of Edinburgh, you know, mm. and they, they targeted him and, you know, he fought them off every time, like four or five men by uh, himself, oh, you know, yeah. and so he, they became they came to respect him. Then there was the time in uh, another time, another place on the set, when Lana Turner's then boyfriend Johnny Stompanato, who was a gangster in L.A., I think I think L.A. Confidential and all that talks about Mickey Cohen and all that. Oh yeah, you know, um, he came to the set in London and he was like jealous of her, and he thought Connery and her were having an affair, which they probably were. <laughs> um. And he came to the set and he was, like, waving a gun in Connery's face and Connery disarmed him and punched him and, you know, he ran off the set, you know, <laughs> this this little gangster guy. <laughs> this little
1: gangster guy.
0: <laughs> and, um, you know, and apparently Connery had to lay low for a while because he thought, oh, yeah, you know, because he had, you received death threats and stuff, you know, oh, we're coming to get you. Oh, Yeah. So you know that all prepared him for his most famous role. I think you know. So you know it's like that gives him a little bit of auth- authenticity right there. You know, yeah. like you know, and that's I why. Mean, he was... And that is why that the, the franchise is still here today with Daniel Craig is because of what he did. So yeah, I think that pretty much
1: sums it up we're way over time we're way over time we (laughs) are we're going to leave you here if you guys have not entered the giveaway then be sure you do that it's posted on all of our social media sites it's the picture of all the texas uh food and all the texas food and it says giveaway across the top um so and it tells you down in the post how to enter so if you have not entered you have until November 10th which is next Tuesday to enter
0: next Tuesday
1: yeah and then we- <laughs> oh my gosh and then we'll be announcing the winner on our Thursday podcast so November 12th Thursday not this Thursday
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah yeah so it's
1: coming quick um be sure you get that um entry in i don't know what i was yeah. going to say there but
0: get get whatever you can in Get get whatever you can in there. Thank
1: you for listening. As always, we appreciate your support and we will talk to you next time.
0: Bye. Goodbye.
1: Bye.